0: Hello, Mech Warriors, and welcome to the Mech Bay, where we fix your mech and fix your game. What's going on, Mech Warriors? I'm your host, Josh, and today I've got with me my co host, Dustin and Denim. What's going on, gentlemen?
1: Howdy, howdy. Not much, just hanging out.
0: Cool, cool. And today, we are going to be talking about getting out of the clan invasion and moving into some wacky times we like to call Civil War. The big question being, are you Team Captain America or are you Team Iron Man? What? Hold up. I'm being told by my lawyers that that's the wrong Civil War, but... Okay, now they're saying it's close enough and I'm not going to get sued. Okay, so uh yeah, we are going to be talking about Intersphere Omnis. Clan salvage, new tech, new mech, but most importantly, FedComs take back. <laughs> nice.
2: See, now we're talking about my era. You know, this this was years ago, decades ago,
0: years ago, thirty decades years, ago.
2: <laughs> decades ago. That I remember walking into a gaming store pre-internet and someone saying, "Did you hear about what Hans did?" So this is.
0: I feel like that's the start to a bad joke. What did Hans not do?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. The answer is nothing, nor no one. That's the answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing uh, or no. He's not called the Fox for nothing, people. But anyways, let's get that battle mech coolant flowing with some hobby news, hobby progress, and some fan mail. So, I think probably for the last couple of weeks, the big Battletech news. Is The big news coming down the pipe is Topps was bought currently by Fanatics, another larger trading card company. And everyone kind of had their minute of panic as they wondered what this would mean for Battletech. That's
2: right, because Topps owns Catalyst. <clears throat> or Tops owns the Battletech license and Catalyst license Battletech from Topps.
0: All licenses all the way down. It's all right. about the money. As I pull up anything that is purchased with, you know, from Catalyst, all I can see is under license from Tops. So yep. my current thoughts, my my two seconds of two cents is nothing. Nothing will change except maybe that logo if they even decide to change that.
2: Just show that logo to the camera, Josh, so nobody listening can see it.
0: Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my thought. I was like, this is a non-topic, but. There Correct. have been a few yeah. people that have been running around thinking that this is the end of Battletech already, and I, it, I doubt it.
2: It's about the clicks. Yeah, I, mean, I was just saying it's about the clicks. You know, oh, you got a little tidbit of news. You have to try to make it something so that people pay attention to your blog. Yeah, okay. But but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see this changing anything. I don't even know if it's going to change the tops logo on the back of the books. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think Battletech's making too much money right now to just get Canned by a negligent parent company,
0: a negligent Hopefully. trading card company.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: hey. I mean, that's my thought. I was like, they—they're going to look like oh, Tops is. What are you doing over there? A yeah, check right. is being written to Tops, and why? Why would they stop that? Nobody's right. nobody's going to stop that.
2: If we hear about this again, I will be very surprised.
0: Yeah. So this is my one and done. That's it. No, nothing's going to happen as far as I'm thinking.
2: Thanks for that news, Josh. That was. I, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish the news was like that. That's uh, it. But, uh, in closer to home news, Battletech Kickstarter products are not only hitting shelves, but filling shelves.
2: Yes. Staying on the shelves for longer than an hour. That's good. It is.
0: The, those, uh, first clan invasion uh fanboys were you know camping out in front of the stores and now that they're Pretty fed in full
1: irritating the the staff yeah, okay. yeah.
2: I, th- I think my my local store ordered 17 of each um Ooh. yeah 17 of, of each last lance pack and <clears throat> clan star and by the oh, end of the oh, day is- uh, yeah by the end of the day he actually had enough left to go on the shelves because you know, normally they wouldn't even make it to the shelves. They just sit on the table where they get unpacked and they're gone. But now they, they have three or four shelves full of boxes and books. So. Ravenous
1: little piranha. And now Got I can it. get my piranha because I don't have that box yet.
2: Yeah. Well, they are already out of the box, I want. So. Oh yeah,
1: the one that came with the dragon in
2: it. Yeah, I want another dragon. Yep. I want to make that uh I want to make that um FRR hatchet wielding dragon.
0: You would curse nice. I swear. I-
2: Yeah, I played, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, Kurt and I played with that
1: sucker. Nice. Yep, stay tuned to find out how it went. The games played section.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty much all my news. Like I said, non-news and good news, I guess. So I'll take take that.
1: Well, the good Uh, news is
2: very good news, so you know, they got them, so go buy them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think the rec guides are all out, so we got episode or rec guide 23 and 24, right? Yeah, those come out, out Christmas Eve. There you go. And hope I'm um, here's fingers crossed for the uh, compilation. Um, so I can actually finally look at them and know and, and join the cool kids club and talk about ill clan max.
2: Oh, it's, it's coming out, Dustin. The, the question is, is it going to be one book or two books? So, but it's coming out.
0: Excellent. Do you guys have a favorite from those two?
1: I mean, I like all the cool Shadowhawks. hawks. Oh, this is where the, the school bus mech came out, the public school mech? It was in here.
0: I'm sorry, I, I admit, did you guys have a favorite mech from Eye twenty three and twenty four?
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying.
2: Like like they put out eleven different variants of Shadowhawks, so Oh,
1: that's what we needed was more
2: yeah, Shadowhawks. I did, I did yeah. not see
0: that.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, really, we we did. Are there any good ones in there? Yes. Well,
2: I mean, there's like <laughs> the one with the five Thunderbolts that runs out of ammo pretty fast. But there are some actual good
1: ones that I like a lot. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to uh, look deeper into that new Lancelot, so that's probably my big one.
1: And I don't know what's in them, so I have no favorite mech, because I'm a loser. Yup.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so all the rec guides are out. It's time to start diving through them, see, uh, see what we want to take to the table now.
1: I'm hyped because, as we all know, all these fresh new sculpts that we're painting up are going to be in the rec guides, so you can just put your new... Plastic and your new variants in your new era, and it's all new, baby. Right, because this is about the Ill Clan era, right? That's right. Oh, Civil War, right? <laughs> Civil War, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we did get two new things: the Alpha Wolf, which is, you know, as we all know, probably a Clan Wolf mech. Who What I guess another
1: guessed?
0: Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't finish it without a Clan Wolf mech.
1: That's like shrimp gumbo. You got the. <laughs> I got the Alpha Wolf, the Timber Wolf, the Dire Wolf. The- I got a Rakasha. Uh, there I I actually looked and like counted on there's like 11 I think different wolf mechs. but anyways we don't need that.
0: But uh everyone we did get a new elemental battle armor so Ooh. if you if you like if you want to use those new battle armor miniatures that we all got there's now a third one. I'm excited. Yeah. But uh yeah, so uh, we'll talk about those later. But uh, let's move on to some hobby progress. Has anyone gotten some painting done in that post-holiday time?
2: Uh, yeah, I got I got a little bit of painting done. Uh, in fact, I got a for Christmas. I got um, a wet palette finally. Ooh. I hadn't I didn't have one for a long time or ever. How do you like it? I, it's it's fantastic. Like I waste really so is. much less paint. I yeah. I can mix so many. The, the colors, it's going to make my mechs look a lot more, what's the word I'm looking for? The the, the shades of red won't be as different from one mech to another.
1: <laughs> my favorite thing about the wet palette is just um, how easy it is with the wet palette set up to paint for 10 minutes. There's no setup. Open the palette, paint. Oh, I got to go do something. Put it. Yeah, it just makes Exactly. The that was a big
2: problem with my painting was that I had to make sure I've got at least 45 minutes to an hour and a half or else why bother? And now literally, oh, I've got 10 minutes. I can watch this while I, you know, listen to this while I paint and then just put it back.
1: It's very nice. Very convenient. Sweet. Yeah. And you painted some Max with it? Painted some stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I started. I mean, I've, I've just been painting my, you know, trying to get through my second sort of light backlogs. Nice. Nice. Uh, Josh.
0: Are you you chipping away at it?
2: Very slowly, (laughs) but it it is getting progress.
0: (laughs) Uh, I actually got a uh, a wet palette too, but I've been very lame and have not painted anything since well in a while.
1: But now you got you were telling me right you moved your like situation so now your hobby desk is like next to the 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 goon table or something. Yeah, or so
0: I've I've merged my computer podcast station with my assembly station. So ah. rather than just sitting in front of a computer screen and, you know, playing Mech Warrior and Battletech and all that, I can assemble painfully. <laughs> or, but uh yeah, I can I can do hobby stuff like on the fly like that. Because I'm one of those people where I assemble something and like I will put on a leg and I will like go away because I want <laughs> that leg to dry before I do anything else. Yeah, so it's really nice to kind of have the merged hobby desk. Is,
2: is your computer on the floor? Yes. Please be careful about the little bits that you cut off of uh, flashing oh. and stuff that do not fall into the the top fan input because that will <laughs> that will mess up your computer
1: in bad unexpected ways.
0: Now I'm going to put a. Sounds like you
1: speak from experience. (laughs) Did you you clip a little bit of pewter sprue and just fry a processor or something?
2: My my kids are like 18 and 15. There isn't any way that I have not destroyed a computer by something Ah. falling in there for one reason or another.
0: Have they put the the slice of baloney in the disk tray?
2: Murphy's Law.
1: (laughs) I'd spill Kool Aid on it. Say a
2: two liter of soda in the top of that computer does not do good things to it. Oh my gosh. (laughs)
1: But, uh, you, you mean to tell me they don't quit doing it when they turn like seven? No. It just gets worse? Yeah, no that's what
0: I figured. All right. But uh, All of my battle mechs are now assembled, so I have nothing. I'm just waiting on like, the one or two more that I haven't gotten from packs yet. But the, those are pre-assembled, so yeah. But uh, I've assembled, I'm almost through my entire assembly backlog from all all hobby games. So Nice. Yeah, being able to, like I said, Assemble glue things and just like type up whatever is. It's really nice. It's a, yeah. it's a seamless flow of hobby energy. Other than that, I've done nothing. I've, I've been terrible.
2: Yeah, it's a start. You're, you're running out of excuses, is what you're doing. <laughs> I
0: know, I am running out of excuses. Soon, all of, uh, all of our listeners will just be outside my house, just like pitchforks. <laughs> you have to paint something Battletech. To keep calling yourself a Battletech podcast.
1: <laughs> Agreed. Uh,
0: what about you, Dustin? What have you gotten done lately?
1: Uh, i done some hobbying and some of it was even Battletech related. Uh, so I painted an Orion uh, just because I wanted to paint an Orion. So I put it in my Legion of Vega. Um, that all happened very quickly. I mean, everybody's got an Orion, right? So I do um, not have an Orion. I mean, every faction, right?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Ryan's yeah. one of those, yeah.
1: you know, float, can be anything next. Uh So I painted that, and then I painted up a lance of Free World's guards for this weekend. Um, all new plastic, got the new Hunchback sculpt, the Highlander, the Guillotine, and the Mercury. This will be the first time I use a Mercury, so we'll, we'll see how it does. A weird list, but am going to run it. Uh, and I also painted five Praetorians that I got for Christmas from the boys, so have we I've talked about actually, that?
2: Is it pronounced guillotine or guillotine?
1: I say both in you're, my head. You're uh, a terrible yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said guillotine and guillotine before in my I, life.
2: I call it guillotine unless somebody near me says guillotine and then I automatically do that. But but really I think do it's Do you also call it good. a
0: Wyvern? Ooh, no, a wyvern. I call it a
2: Wyvern. Okay. Okay. That's because I'm a battle tech player. I mean a Dungeons and Dragons player, so exactly. I know my monsters.
0: There's other well, people who have been on this podcast, and I don't <laughs> want to say I like a deep-seated hatred, but it's wyvern <laughs> and it's guillotine. There's no. no it's amount. guillotine
1: and wyvern. <laughs> well, I would I would want to hear like a I guess a French person say. Okay, it. It how is like it pronounced French in surname? I, I don't know. I don't. You guys on to the
2: Discord it. who are from France, uh, <laughs> let us know.
1: This is like Mircor, um, you know. This is a terrible tangent that's completely unrelated to BattleTech, so we won't go there. Yeah. Nope. It's nope. A, nope. 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 So yeah, I actually, I did. I've painted like ten minis since the New Year, so I'm I'm doing okay. Fantastic. And painted BattleMechs. So take that. I do play. I do paint BattleMechs. But do you play BattleTech, Dustin? I'm working on it. Really <laughs> Supposed to play this weekend. Thanks for reminding me that I might get snowed out, Josh. Yeah, you, you put you that <laughs> put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
0: <laughs> you pray to the battle tabletop gods, and they said no. <laughs> but uh, okay, I just watched the video. French people pronounce it guillotine. All right,
2: <laughs> gu- guillotine. It is. Yeah. I'm down with that.
0: So if you're in the Davian homeworlds. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, that's right. Those Merricks pronounced guillotine all day long, though.
0: Yeah, that's why they're wrong. But, Denham, you've got a game in with Kurt. Long time coming. How did that go?
2: Uh, yeah, actually, this is the first one-on-one Kurt and I ever did. Um, I don't remember if I played him in the tournament, but but that doesn't. That's that's not this kind of gaming. This was a twelve k.
1: Woo.
2: Uh clan Woo. versus inner sphere. So he had his, um, FRR guys. Uh, it was what, um, a lance of mechs, two lances of vehicles and some battle armor versus Ooh. my four, three and a half clan mechs with the uh, <laughs> two points of battle armor. And that Got made it. it, that made it 12 K. Go. Um, but he had his, uh, his special dragon with a hatchet out there on the field. How did it do? It's a scary mech. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, it's fast. Unfortunately. A melee
1: unfortunately
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a dragon doing what a dragon should, really.
1: Yeah, really. For the dragon with honor yeah. instead of skirting around the edge of the battlefield plinking.
2: Unfortunately for Kurt, though, um, I think I got a total of on, on the four mechs he had, I think I got a total of six gyro crits. And on the archer. On the archer alone, I did 11 crits to the center torso in one turn, <laughs> which is everything that was in there. Like he still had internal structure on the center torso. He just had no crits in his center torso. Uh, all scooped gone. Out
1: it. Scooped it all So,
2: out it. you know, as scary as that mech was, when you don't have a gyro, you can't chase me down.
1: No, you can't. <laughs>
2: But it was uh, a fun, fun game. And for a while, it could have gone either way. Nice.
0: Yeah, that game went on it for a while.
2: It, it did go on for a while. Longer than I expected.
0: Why do you think that was? Do you think it was just the vehicles or just the...
2: <laughs> vehicles slow things down so much. They really, really do. Uh, I don't mind playing against them, especially with someone who knows what they're doing, like Kurt. Don't mind that at all. But... Um, but but I, I underestimated my time. Even though I padded my time quite a bit, I still underestimated it by almost <laughs> an hour and a half for how long that game would take. This is Battletech. Yeah. But I had, a, I had a lot of fun. It probably would have gone faster if uh, we weren't in a new place where a lot of people kept coming up and talking to me. <laughs> but that's how it goes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was an event. So
2: It was. It was. And it was, it was great. Got a lot of attention. Brought my 3D terrain. People talked about it. It was good times.
0: Yeah. Um, I got a local game in, too. I played a newer player who's slightly new to the area and also listened to this podcast. So shout out. Shout out to you, Obsidian Anubis. And me and him threw down. We did a just basic 3025 Brawl. I brought some different things. I brought a Battlemaster, Lancelot. Champion and Thorn, because you know you talk so bad about the Thorn. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I need to I need to prove myself.
2: And and how did that go?
0: It went good. Uh, I faced his his Griffin Thunderbolt, Wolfhound, and Jenner. Yeah. So I've I felt a little bad when the uh, I'd stripped the Thunderbolt's arm and it it fell and it landed on its arm. And the spirit has ammo in that arm.
1: Oh my God. Well. Yeah. That's 3025 for you.
2: You never (laughs) think it's going to happen until it happens. I think that's what the the one change I would have done to um, Kurt's, uh, the dragon with this sword is it has one ton of SRM ammo and the 3025 version of that that doesn't have case. I honestly would have put it in the head, the empty head crit slot. Like that's that's where I would have put that.
0: See, but is that meta gaming? I'm, I'm trying to think of how many stock loadouts have ammo in the head. Like they have launchers in the head all day, but they don't have ammo in the head.
2: I just like to think of some crazy Viking who's out there with this with this bloody hatchet <laughs> on a dragon running around, sitting on the ammo because you know it's cooler.
0: <laughs> it's cooler, he says. It gets his
2: it gets his Viking blood, you know, going the berserker rage, you know. It's, it's that, uh, it's it, that heightened anxiety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a ride or die. Yeah. But, uh, no. So the, yeah, the game went great. I got, like I said, the early lead losing a mech to an amp- explosion when you're, when you fall and you roll is this rough and yeah. my thorn kicked through, uh, with a one level difference, so kicking on the punch table and found yeah. found uh, the Jenner's ammo too, and I was like, "Oh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you kill mechs in thirty twenty five? You find the ammo." Yep. But it, it was still a great game. The Wolfhound like went down like a champ. I don't think there was anything left of that per- that mech.
2: Wolfhound's a good mech.
0: I like it. Oh yeah, no, it's it, it is an MVP light. And yep. the Griffin just kept dancing around, hitting with you know PPC and LRM's. But by that point, he had lost two two heavy hitting mechs, and mine just were refusing to go down. Still a great game. Still had an amazing time. Like I said, can't wait to up that tech level and take the next. Uh,
2: yeah, I got to say, in games like that that I'm playing in, like the ones where I fall on my arm and blow up the ammo and explode, it doesn't matter if I'm winning or losing. BattleTech to me isn't about that. It's about if I lose, how spectacularly do I lose? You know what? What awesome things happen. So even a loss makes a good story. Oh yeah. Sometimes a better story.
0: I mean, we will always remember the Thunderbolt who tipped over slowly and as soon as his arm <laughs> makes contact with the ground just in, it obliterates.
2: Maybe that is so michael bay slash anime like like just this is slowly falling back to land and then kaboom it swells and explodes very very dugram
0: <laughs> it was a very very you know dugram classic lance composition yeah like i said it's still a great game can't wait for the next one and i would ask you Dustin, what games you've gotten in lately
1: But you know that I've gotten in no games lately. No
0: games. It's okay. We still love you. But hopefully next time you'll have something. Yep. Let's get some fan mail. We've got Chris who writes, Hey guys, would you have a segment on how to track the minis you own? Is there an app you use or do you go pen and paper? I own a stupid amount of mechs. Looking for a way to have list building go easier too. Thank you for any advice, (laughs) Chris. Ooh. See,
2: Josh, you don't even own an Orion where I now have at least one of every of the new plastic mechs that they put out. Um, I've got them in in my Battle Armor case. I've got a Battle Armor case and I've got a bunch of those foam trays. And I have them organized loosely by weight class and by clan versus inner sphere. But it's still like, do I have that mech? Well, yes, I have that mech. But where is it? I don't know. I have to go looking through trays to find it and then, you know, organize them for the game that I'm going to go play. So I don't have a good answer. And if one oh of you guys God. do, I would definitely like to hear that. I once, I once started up, um, access Microsoft access and tried to write a, a database that I just type mm. in the mech, and not only would it tell me how many I have, but it would tell me like what numbered tray I have it in, but I lost interest very quickly because of my, my ADD brain. So Yeah.
0: what about you Dustin do you use anything for your pile of shame yes I have
1: yeah I have a google sheets spreadsheet and I quit updating it so um I used to yeah up until I well maybe pre -pen, pen. I don't know but I had a I also was keeping track of like whether they were Finish painted, partially painted, finish based, you know, all, if they had numbers, I was keeping track of the numbers I had on the Mex because I was going to have no repeating numbers if I had numbers on the Mex, And then that all quickly <laughs> stopped after I did the bulk of the data entry for the bulk of my
0: collection. And then I just uh, haven't. But not everyone has an intern. That's wrong. Um, for updated me, updated it. So I no <laughs>
1: No Your own children
0: answer. don't count, sir. No. For me, how do I track my minis? Honestly, (laughs) I think Dustin kind of hit it right on the head. It's some Google sheet or Google Doc, something you can kind of take with you on the fly that is just like a list of mechs. I have one that's sorted through like weight class because that's how I think. Like, I don't. I have a general idea of the year and a general idea of variants that I like to play, but it's just weight class going from lightest to heaviest. And I could do it on pen and paper, I guess I could, but I can't take that with me like everywhere I'm going because when I'm making a list, it's normally at the game store. And that can be a little difficult to you know find more paper to go with my record sheet paper.
2: Yeah, I guess it's nice because yeah. because I have all of them. If it's if it's one of the new plastics, like yes, I have it. And if it's not, I don't mind subbing a mech in, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, and then I just print out the record sheets before I go. So it's a messy method. It doesn't it doesn't really work for, for the, the question he's asking. Yeah, um, I, but it works
1: for me. You know, maybe this will help because you you know, Chris is also asking about list building. What I do have when I finish Painting a mech, um, man, it's all finished and based. What I have these us, little bottle crates that I got from Michael's, the lovely craft store. And they hold like, I don't know, That's what's four times six numbers of bottles. So it, it has 24 little cubbies that are bottle diameter. And I screw them to the wall on their sides and they fit mechs in them. And then I organize them by faction. And then I can, when I make a list, I literally just lean back from my computer, and I'm like, "Hmm, what do I do? I want to run my first sort of light, or my Legion of Vega, or my House Imara, or my Mercs, or my, you know, so on, and so forth." And then I just look at the mechs, and then I, I write down mechs longhand and their battle values longhand, and I just kind of push the numbers around until I'm happy with it. So, you know, maybe the display is the is the the document, right? the The spreadsheet is on the wall, and you can just visualize it. I, you can look at it. So maybe that's an idea. You like? I don't know. I did. I did just recently
2: learn that Master Unit List had a Force Builder for both Classic and Alpha Strike. So that that is Thanks. new. That is new information for me, and I did forget
1: about that. Yeah. So, yep. I'm. I'm eclectic with my. Eclectic is that the right word? I don't know. Pokemon gotta catch all the mechs, so I'm frequently checking out the variants and the loadouts on the mechs I use less frequently. So, master unit list doesn't show you the record sheet, but it does tell you. Correct. It will also tell
2: you what record sheet, what book the record sheet that you're looking for
1: is in, which is handy. Yeah. So, as with most things in BattleTech. There's lots of options. They're completely in different places, and <laughs> yeah, none of them are perfect.
0: So but they're all made with love. That indeed, none of them are perfect. But you, I will say the good part about the master unit list, total warfare force builder, is you can adjust gunnery and piloting, and it automatically adjusts the BB. So, but it also shows you the original BB. So if you are coming up like a few points over, a few points under, you can play with it and see what the unadjusted battle value is and the adjusted battle value. So rather than having to whip out your calculator and multiply by 1.32, as our plan players have memorized how, uh, you can do that and have the computer do it. So that that's my go-to for list building from now on. Like I used it for the Alpha Strike, that was the only thing I used for that, and it's probably what I'm going to use for Total Warfare going forward. As far
2: as what max you own, just build shelves in your living room and just put them all out on display.
0: Yeah. So Dustin will go the hard way, and then he will probably search up Sarna, look at the PV.
1: Oh no, I use the layer skunk works. Uh, okay. <laughs> um,
0: How do you? But you can go to Master Unilis on your phone. It's true. It's yeah. true.
2: Yep. Master Unit List is a good quick one.
1: Megamech Labs, of course, also has a Force Unit Builder yeah. List program. I have a new job, so I can't make lists on lunch break anymore.
0: Aww. Uh, you too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I will say to make a giant list of all of your mechs and tracking your minis, making a giant Force on Megamech or something. Probably not the worst idea. Oh, that's and an just, idea. just you can edit that. Yeah. yeah. You, you can even you know go there and click like which colors, so you can assign them as teams or something. There are ways, people. We have the technology. <laughs> this is. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I like it. On how to modernize your battle tech.
2: We're also open to new ideas, though. So let us let us know what you do.
0: All right, so that's it for mail. Calendar events, we have a lot. So I pretty much refreshed the entire Battletech calendars event, or Battletech events calendar Google Doc, which everyone can see. And I have all new events for 2022. Welcome to the new year, people. So for our first event, we've got Operation Shiver Moss, which is a classic Battletech format. That is in Lewisburg, Tennessee on January 22nd. That's 9,000 BV using the Jihad 3080 or earlier rule set. And then we've got three more Alpha Strike events. We've got Wolfnet Radio Podcast 350 on February 26th in Tampa Bay, Florida. The Sub-Zero Shootout 2022 on March 4th in Rothschild, Wisconsin. And the Battle for the Spear on September 22nd in Castle Rock, Colorado. So it's already starting to fill up, gentlemen. Battletech for 2022. Looking pretty good so far. What do you think?
2: I'm excited. I'm excited about any Battletech events.
1: I would ask you when the event in Tampa is, but I could just check the list. I could check the uh, document, find out for myself. I hear we might even have a uh, tournament coming up at some point. Right, Dustin? Yes. Yep. If if my playtest is third mission, I will set a date. Well, I'll start looking for a venue and then set a date. But... I will set a rough date. And then when I find a div- dead venue, I will set a real date. I'm not adding this. You
0: sound so bad. Okay.
2: <laughs> and, and you have some good venue I'm options.
0: Never, I'm never coming to this. These guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, but the Tampa Bay one is on February 22nd. So if you're down there at that time, Dustin, I think you should. Uh... Oh,
1: nope. Not going to be down there. Oh, I already bro. had my Florida vacations this Quarter? Year? I don't know. I do like two a year, kind of. But, anyways.
0: You won't do it for Battletech? You're terrible.
1: No. you know I figured if it overlapped with a visit with the family, I could maybe make a trip down to Tampa. A day trip. It's about a four-hour drive from a parent's place. But, for Battletech. For Battletech tournament. Well,
0: I won't add this to the events, but I will be in Charleston, South Carolina at the end of February slash early March, that like week, weekend. So if anyone is looking for a game, just email me at the mechbaypodcast at gmail.com and I will get up with you because I'm taking my BattleTech stuff. Alpha Strike, Classic, I don't care. I've got a couple days where I just have to sit in a hotel.
2: Where was this podcast when I had to go visit my (laughs) in-laws and I could just announce, hey, I'll be here if anyone wants to play. I will be happy to leave all these people and meet you somewhere.
0: Dear world, please roll dice with me. <laughs> Signed, Josh. But yeah, I figured if I'm going to be traveling, I might as well do some, something I love. There you go. But uh, So yeah, like I said, we've got four events. Check it out. If you guys have events, send them to us at the at gmail.com and I will add them. I will shout them out. I will do everything in my power to get people rolling dice. So, so that's pretty much it for... The coolant flowing portion of this podcast. Let's take a quick break, see what's coming in on the HBG network, and then we're gonna talk about So 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 Civil War. If you're living on the rock out in the Oberon Confederation, then you may have not heard, but Fortress Miniatures and Games is now carrying heavy gear blitz, so you can get all of your armies or even a starter box in and start tearing up the badlands in your gears. And once you get them, you can start painting them in the new line of pro-acryl from Monument Hobbies. Brushes, texture paints, and everything else you need to get your hobby progress to the finish line at Fortress Miniatures and Games. And an update from Ares Games and Miniatures. They now have their Premier Attack Dice Brick and Movement Dice Brick now at a permanent 25% off. So if you want a bucket of dice for every laser on your Nova, then these bundles have you covered. And if you need your mechs covered, then they've got a fresh restock of premium Feldherr foam to get your lance to the next contract. And back to the Sphere, we're live on site with Feshner Crack with Solaris 7 News. I'm here reporting on the newest development in the retirement of Jackal Lawrence, former Solaris Assault Weight Champion. As we all remember, last year, Jackal, in his modified Cyclops 10Q, Bowhammer, took down the reigning champion, Matt Balcombe. Let's play that clip again for our listeners. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Jackal is going in with his signature shotgun volley of 60 SRM missiles. The humanity! And now he's moving for the kill with a pinpoint blast of ER large lasers to the face for the upset of the era! Oh, here he is now. Mr. Jackal, how does it feel to be coming off your latest win in the arena? I'm just here, so I don't get fined. Sir, can you confirm the rumors of you registering as a new mercenary for hire? That's a great question. I'm just here, so I don't get fined. With the beginning of combat operations to retake conquered Lyran, and Draconis Worlds, are you worried you'll see deployment against Clan Warriors? I'm actually just here, so I don't get fined. Thank you for your time. Jackal Lawrence, everyone. Jackal and Fohammer currently have a recruitment fee of 12.5 million sea Good luck to any mercenary companies wanting to hire the new reigning champion. Now to Kim Galatea with The Weather. All right, and we are back, and we are out of the clan invasion. Goodbye,
1: clanners. There's no more clanners.
0: Nope, no more clanners. Clanners. Wait. 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 (laughs) What? Wait, we're still fighting them? Wait, what? Oh my god. (laughs) Tukia didn't, like, completely kill every last clanner? Aren't
2: we fighting more of them
0: now? But yeah, so we've passed Tukid. Like, Tukeyed is over in the Mech Bay podcast going slightly chronologically. But we've got some big advancements. Now, the official era of Civil War, quote-unquote, starts at 3062, and it goes to 3067. But I personally like to lump everything after Tukeyed into that, as it's a nice, clear cut. It's when Intersphere stops being defensive and starts going on the offensive. That's right.
2: And if you're old like me, then you might even think that the uh, whole Civil War really started around 3022 when the Federated Commonwealth Alliance document was signed
1: in the first place.
0: Oh, man. We can draw it even (laughs) earlier. Can't have
1: no Civil War if it was never civil in the first place.
0: Ooh. Except it was civil. For a little bit, actually. Uh All right. So, yeah. So, like I said, clan evasion, where. It's where a lot of people I want to say started, but mainly from video games. So, this is where Mech Warrior 4 and Mech Commander 2 are set in. So, the-
2: it was an exciting time because, you know, like you said, the clan invasion uh, had started and finished. So, there was, you know, a lot of new tech, a lot more balance. So, a video game standpoint, it, it wasn't one side was completely dominating the other. And, and so, it made a good starting point.
0: Yeah. Like, we were back to the, quote, chaos of the Succession Wars, but with new tech and new mechs, and who doesn't love that? Yep. So, didn't we all know you've been around the block a while, but what's your experience with the Clan Invasion?
2: With the Clan Invasion? I mean, the Clan Invasion was... was
0: oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, the Civil but that's War. That's what
2: we're talking about. <laughs> the The Civil War, it's almost like... You know, the clans invaded. That was great. We're kind of w- winding down here, but now we need we need something to stir the pot again. Um, and what better way to do that than to take the, uh, the giant alliance that has been around for the last 30 years, 35 years, a- and just shatter it apart and give everybody a reason to fight. Let's have some more blue on yellow action going on again, since we haven't had that since the third succession war.
0: What about you, Dustin? What do you think? What do I think about the Civil what, War? What what defines the Civil War era for you? you well,
1: know, yeah, much of what Denim said. It's it's back to the usual chaos. Um but I think at the core of it, obviously, is the you know, the conflict between the, the two main players, right? It's brother versus sister.
0: Yeah, it's 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 succession war. Yeah, it's
1: family drama. It's, yeah. it's not these weirdos from outside coming in. It's not Kerensky drama. It's not <laughs> it's not people you ain't seen in hundreds of years drama it's it's good old family drama
2: yeah it's it's sphere game of Thrones, and you know the clans are the white walkers,
0: yeah <laughs> and they and their story goes nowhere, sir
1: <laughs> now, all that being said, this is like lore wise and even games that I've played, this is one of my weakest eras, so I'll be asking you guys most of the questions tonight.
0: What do you think that is though
1: i because I played through intro tech and I moved into the invasion and I got so hyped on Clan, like, you know, two years ago, because Clan has been happening since I started playing the tabletop game. I started playing more Dark Age games and like Shattered Fortress stuff to get prepared for IllClan. I kind of jumped the gun. Um, so I have to backfill, not just the Jihad, but the the Civil War. Now I've used, you know, some stuff from the Civil War, but yeah, I've mostly played Dark Age in Clan Invasion and before,
2: I mean, I think that's what Whiz Kids wanted anyway. Was just delete everything that happened before their their Dark Age. <laughs> that's and right. Leave it all under the rug. Yeah. So you're, you're like the kids who watched uh, who watched episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars before before the I'm the real first. that kid. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yep, you're one of them. I am.
0: This is one that I probably spent the most time in digitally as a kid. Yep. And the least time on the table, which is a weird weird juxtaposition.
2: Ah, yeah. But it makes sense because the video games and, you know, when I was in the phase where I was playing the video games, I had very few people to play actual Battletech on the tabletop with. So all my energies got put into
1: there and they had some good ones. They did. It's like yeah. kind of the golden. Th- I mean, I think it's nobody would argue that it was like the golden period of... BattleTech video games. I mean, Fan or Faza was like at its zenith, right? And Mech Commander, Mech Commander Two, and then the
2: Mech Warrior Three and Four series. Yeah. It was so good, so good.
1: Why Faza? Why did you have <laughs> to fall apart? You could have had it all in one place. That's a topic for a different podcast.
0: I know, I know. But yeah, so too many
1: wounds to
2: open.
0: I, I will say, for anyone that's yelling at their audio player right now. MechWarrior Online moved to Civil War, so it's not like it's it doesn't exist anywhere in modern BattleTech.
2: Oh no, but but until MechWarrior yeah, until MWO came out, and then subsequently, eventually MechWarrior Five, there was a long period of time where there were no BattleTech video Wait, games.
1: MechWarrior Online has moved to the Civil War.
0: 20, so in correct. 2017, there was the Civil War game update. Yes. So
1: where's my Chimera PGI? Yeah, no. Did they add any of the guns?
0: Oh, yeah. No, you. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. What? Yeah. Yep, I started they did. playing
1: after 2017. They even got racks. Oh, I, I guess that is a... Okay, I take it back. You're right.
0: <laughs> Without the Civil War renaissance, we don't get a lot of the things that exist later that we'd like.
2: I, I know yeah. I joked about it before, but I really was happy to see five colors on the Inner Sphere map again. <laughs> I was not happy to have the big, huge, the big, yeah, the big, the big, huge one color FedCom taking up half the, half the map. I like, I like all five colors.
1: I was going to say the way Kerinsky intended, but he didn't actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my essentially reason of why I think civil war is a fun era to play on the table, especially if you get down to like years and then even deeper, like months and dates, because you have new tech coming out. Like,
1: you got the bushwhacker.
0: You've got the bushwhacker and the Razorback and all these like iconic mechs.
2: And Justin, they absolutely have bushwhacker and MWO.
1: Oh, I know. I think they do. You're right. So was it, is that a Fedcom mech? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Came
2: out in the cartoon.
1: There you go. Oh, it did. That's that was when they premiered. Huh. That's the first time I saw one. Okay. Okay. Anyways, let's not get too far in the woods. <laughs>
0: I'd say the big historical points of Civil War that I feel like everyone knows they skip over because it's just, it's in the weird post-Clan invasion, which takes up a lot of brain cells, and then Jihad, which just everyone either wants to ignore and move on or don't want to acknowledge at all. So it's in the weird, like, brain memory, like, lore perspective. But yeah, so I'd say, of course, the biggest point of the Civil War era is that there is a Civil War hard har, har. But we have a few things. So, like I said, the clans get kicked off of kid and have to essentially run back to clan space with their wolf tails and, you know, bear tails and bird tails tucked between their legs. At least the ones that are left, I should say. Unfortunately, we get some drama. Comstar tries to shake off all the religious dogma and say, hey. Uh, Take Jer- that
1: premise. Yeah, Jerome
0: Blake. He, he, he was actually wanting to do secular stuff, and after killing a Primus, uh,
1: get blasted.
0: <laughs> things don't go well, and they essentially fracture. And you have the Word of Blake, which is all the religious ones, and Comstar, which is all the secular ones, with a few you know sleeper agents and yeah. other Word of Blake people that are there to see what they can do. I don't want to say fighting. 'Cause it wasn't, you know, true bloody fighting until
2: it was it was like an Internet Cold War.
0: It was a Cold War, but it was more like, hey, all of our armed forces are on Tukiad and all of our administrative people are on Terra. So that that's more of how it worked. Everyone was in, in a place that they could hang out with their friends and. Like I said, most of the secular ones were fighting and the ones that were more religious they just left. They just left. Hookie. They took their mechs and they went back to wherever they wanted to go. Yep. And the administrative. I and mean, there's no. There are guards on Terra. You can just walk off.
1: They went to the Free Worlds League, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah. The word of Blake later seizes Terra, but that's not for a couple of years. Yeah. So most of the Blakists they shuffle on to the Free Worlds League. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Blakists capture Terra in 3058. So. Everyone who's on Terra is considered a Blakist, and every every person that still is allied to Secular Comstar is on Tukia, the new base. But current Comstar focus is not on Terra; it's still on the Clans because they think the Clans are going to come back any day. Does that happen? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the big points of post civil war is Comstar splits; the religious yep. faction goes to the Free Worlds League and then decides, you know what? This isn't fun. We don't like hanging out in the Free World League just like the Free Worlds League people. <laughs> <laughs> so they take Terra, and all of the secular pieces of Comstar are hanging out on Tukeyid because, well, they're still waiting to get picked up and go back home. And they might as well just stay there, essentially. Pretty much at the same time, Clan Wolf is uh, fighting Jade Falcons because Jade Falcons are mad that they all lost to
1: uh, get used to it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh.
2: Well a two-kid line only meant that they weren't allowed to move forward. Oh, they were yeah. still allowed to move side to side, and Falcons did. Unfortunately, there's some wolf stuff over there, so it got them fighting. Yeah. And then uh what was it? The other the other clans that, that felt that um the original four showed weakness by getting stopped, so they decided to to come in. So instead of just what was a wolf, uh, smoke jaguar, ghost bear. And Jade Falcons. We ended up also having um, Nova Cat, Steel Viper to begin with. And then soon after, Hell's Horses and Snow Ravens.
0: Sounds about right.
2: Um, Oh, Diamond Shark. Diamond Shark, of course. (laughs) Diamond Shark was in there. So we actually ended up with more clans coming down the pipe.
0: (laughs) Everyone loves it. Good news. Star League's back.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah. Although that's a little bit later, right? Was it that um Second Star League
0: 3058?
2: Who was the first Star Lord?
0: Uh, Star-Lord? uh Star-Lord. Liao.
2: Oh wait, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's why I missed it. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, Theodore Carita. he was the second one. Mm-hmm. And he, he came out in thirty sixty one. So yes, you're right, thirty fifty-eight was uh was Sun Tzu Liao.
0: Yep. So he leads the second Star League as quote The person that everyone hates the most, but also they (laughs) hate someone else a little bit more. He
2: was the best choice for the first Star-Lord.
0: Everyone hates him, but they all hate someone else more. Yep. Which is perfect. You put him in management, people. (laughs) So, second Star League's back, which the clans... I always loved it because the clans really wanted that. Like, it was their dream. (laughs) they cause it and it's just it's the beautiful irony
2: it is and and there's a lot of things in the jihad that point back to that but uh, but that that's much further yeah. but yeah so so you're right you're right of course of course the star league started in 3058 because 3059 is their first order of business was to make an example they figured that that many clans was too much yeah. so we needed to we need to get rid of one of them
1: that's it's operation bulldog right operation
0: that is operation bulldog <laughs> the
1: less known
2: operation bulldog was just a cover basically it was a distraction to cover for the task force serpent
0: yes but i always like to go to operation bird dog first
2: <laughs> okay
0: if you if you're doing it if you're doing it right it goes bird dog bulldog serpent but uh yeah bird dog is like we're dropping special ops forces Onto clan smoke jaguar worlds to like cause havoc and prepare for the landing because it still takes like a year to get from the inner sphere to to the clans.
2: Well, the operation bulldog was all all in the inner sphere, like, Operation Bulldog was just getting smoke jaguar taken planets back from smoke jaguar. Task Force Serpent was the only one that went to the clan homeworlds.
0: Bird Dog is you send in the special forces. Bulldog is alright, here comes the army. Bulldog and Bird Dog are great for if you ever want to do a narrative campaign and the clans aren't the attacker, the inner sphere is the attacker. That's the best one. Bird Dog, if you want to do the behind enemy lines, like I don't want to say saving private Ryan, but something that is your deep behind enemy lines and there is no one coming to rescue you for another like month or two and bulldog for the, we are sieging the planet. It is, it is kill or be killed. That's the big pre civil war quote unquote action for me.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's a big deal lore wise because Victor Steiner Davian is the deputy of operation bulldog. So he's a big deal, which means that he is not hanging around the federated Commonwealth. Yep.
0: He is now pre center marshal.
2: And that's when his sister Catherine decides to make her move.
0: I'm sorry, sir. You have to use all four names on this podcast? That is Archon Catherine Morgan Steiner-Davian to you, Archon sir.
2: Catherine Morgan. Unless you're one of her friends, in which case it's... it's
0: Crazy Cat.
2: Archon Katrina Morgan Steiner-Davian. <laughs> because she takes her, her grandmother's name in order to increase her popularity with the, the Steiner side.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, the only problem is you can't have two Davions with four names, <laughs> because that's too many Davian names. Bad things happen. But yes, while Ian is off kicking clan butts in the clan homeworlds, Catherine is off, you know, doing empire building and trying to run the show. P.S., doesn't work out.
2: Well, yeah, uh, Victor, I'm not going to go through all the names. Leaves his sister Yvonne in charge of of New Avalon, mm. and uh, of course she gets overwhelmed because she's you know she's young she's and she doesn't have all that. So she actually invites her sister Catherine to New Avalon and abdicates the regency to her. Just just handing Catherine the the the, the keys to the other half of the
0: realm. I mean, is it the worst thing to do? No. When you're like, hey, you have ruling experience and I'm currently being pressured that I'm not doing enough. Can you just take this off my hands? Hey,
2: At the time, Victor even said, yeah, that's a great idea because he didn't know how crazy his sister was either.
0: Yeah. So how does it go wrong, Denham?
2: <laughs> well, Catherine, Victor, Yvonne, and Peter are all siblings and somebody murders their mother. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And hence the mystery. Nobody knows who did it or why, but the two people that gained the most
1: <laughs> from it, who done it. <laughs> are
2: Victor and Catherine. So Catherine's people blame it all on Victor and Victor's people blame it all on Catherine. And then a big war starts because of, of he said, she said.
0: Everyone loves it, right?
2: Everyone loves it. Yeah. Yeah, especially the assassin who kills Melissa, Steiner, Davian, gets captured, gets tortured, doesn't get killed, but instead is assigned a job to kill the person that hired him to kill her. And then, of course, he does that and escapes and goes on to kill three or four more people.
0: What? Oh, boy. I just love killing.
2: (laughs) It goes on for a while. This guy goes in the books and he comes up, he has, I think, eight or nine different names he uses throughout the books. And they don't always tell you that it's him until several books later. So you're just like, oh, this was the same guy, of course. Mm. It's actually a lot of fun.
0: But yes, so and this is essentially how we get some hot Liren on Davian action in our battle mechs.
2: Brother versus brother, cousin versus cousin.
0: Yeah, no, this is really like RCT versus the same RCT planetary militia versus the people that are there hanging out
2: okay so you said rct rcts are a thing again uh-huh. they used to be a thing back back in the old days and then yeah. the succession wars rcts are regimental combat teams teams yeah so they've got you know what like a regiment of battle mechs three to five regiments of vehicles five regiments of infantry um, and all the things that support it and they're designed to work together So you've got, what, between 108 and 180 mechs per RCT, and each major faction has up to dozens of these RCTs running around. You have literally thousands of mechs in in battles. In the succession wars, you didn't have that. You only had, if you were lucky, it was a company on company. The really big battles could have been up to a battalion. But the Civil War introduces large numbers of battle mechs. And of course, everyone loves it when when the uh, Dark Age comes by and the planet of Northwind has two battle mechs. That's it. The entire planet Whoa. has two battle mechs. So big difference. So if you like a lot of mechs and and battles that have a lot of mechs, the Civil War, definitely your flavor.
1: Hmm. Never thought of it that way. But yeah, the, uh, the factories are all back up and running. They were making machines of war to get rid of the clans, but actually... They're just going to turn them on each other. Yeah. Good old fun.
0: But yeah, so like I said, uh, Katrina Morgan Steiner Davian goes back to the Liren side, and Victor Ian Steiner Davian, he goes to this Davian area, and like I said, he still is running his round as pre-center marshal, and unfortunately that causes more drama, because you're running a independent, semi-religious combat.
2: Harvey. Right, Catherine, not Katrina. Only her friends oh, call her Katrina. Did I mess it up? <laughs> uh, no, I mean she she demanded it so many times. You, it's interchangeable right now. this in this era. She expected him to make a play for the throne when he got back from Operation Bulldog, and he didn't. Instead, he said, "Oh, that's fine. You can have it. I'm going to become the new presenter marshal, and I have no in you know no interest in that." To which she thinks is a plot, a- and she you know.
0: But really, he just wanted to marry his hot, you know, direct girlfriend.
2: Exactly. That's all he wanted to do was just retire, have some kids.
1: I've just, I've read (laughs) not the whole Grave Covenant, but a little bit of it. And it, it, yeah, whatever. This isn't book club, so.
0: Yeah, we're (laughs) touching on more lore than I ever wanted to, but I feel like it's just so necessary for Civil War because it's like, why are they all fighting in Succession Wars? Because that's what they do. Why are they fighting in the clan Invasion? Because they're being invaded by plants. Why are they fighting in the Civil War? So actually, this person <laughs> married this person, and this mech factory owed allegiance to that person. And it's just, it's a completely different. So this is very much more, like you said, Game of Thrones combat in space. But yeah. I mean, it
2: was so popular that they made a board game called The Succession Wars.
0: <laughs> but they didn't make one for Civil War, which is disappointing.
2: It's just an extension.
0: It's
2: like the expansion pack.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Civil War is just Succession War 2.0, but... Uh, 5.0,
2: because Succession War, the fourth Succession <laughs> oh, War... God, was... yeah, <laughs> God, <man.
0: laughs>
2: Not only has this done, been done before, it's been done four times before.
0: But yeah, so the problem with the Civil War is, or I guess you could say the good thing about Civil War is... The combat is everywhere because, well, the Lyrans are everywhere and the Davians are everywhere. And where there's both of them, there's now fighting because they both hate each other.
2: The houses that are not involved in the Civil War take advantage of that. They're like, now I can go retake this territory that was taken by this giant alliance uh, that we couldn't do anything against.
0: Decades ago, yeah.
2: So now you've got everybody fighting everybody and everybody loves it.
0: There is no more status quo. That's right. This is around the time when the aptly named Chaos March comes into existence. So you get your regions and small states of independent worlds just because everyone's fighting everyone. No one has time to check the books of who belongs to who.
2: That's right. In fact, they don't even know. It could have changed. Um, I think I think one of the planets actually had coins that had uh, Katrina on one side and bon or whoever whoever was in charge on the other side so it was just (laughs) they just flipped the coin over i
0: like that uh yeah so that is essentially what happens for the entirety of the civil war era we've got a little bit of clan action clan ghost bear starts fighting the draconis combine and of course like i said the word of play starts you know doing fun things and doing some more free world hanging out because you know that's not yeah. going to turn into anything at all no never.
2: <laughs> i think nova cat replaces smoke jaguar in their corridor but yeah. they they form an alliance with uh, with draconis combine yeah instead of fighting them
0: yeah it gets weird it gets
1: weird but- that's why i have nova cat. OmniMex painted up as a uh, first sword of light for my dark that's, age boys. That
2: is yeah. true. That's that's where that's where my uh, sword of light also got their clan mechs from. You were correct. <laughs> Hell's Horses comes in and like steals a lot of territory until the clans notice they're there and then they just put a stop to that real Wait, fast. What are you doing here? Get out.
0: <laughs> shoo shoo shoo. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much enough for a lore dump in my brain. Does anyone yeah. have any questions? <laughs> Uh,
1: how do I get MechWarrior 4 to run on my PC? <laughs> I already gave you an answer to that, Dustin. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Get I an older computer.
2: So how does it end, Josh?
0: Oh, I honestly don't know.
2: You don't
1: know? I mean, like, for real? I,
0: I don't. I've, I've, never, I've never finished well, the Civil War.
1: I know that Victor is around for a lot longer.
0: Exactly.
1: And I don't know what happened to Katrina, so maybe she died. I she, she did not die. No. Oh, okay. Oh no. She, no. You
0: know she like she, goes off she, and do pirate bandit stuff because she's
1: she crazy. got
2: part, part. When she got <laughs> part of the whole deal, when because she lost, like that. That's how it ends. She lost. She loses. She, yeah. Yeah. Victor invades uh, Tharkad, and and he wins, and she surrenders. Oh my god!
1: I played that. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so do you know what he did with her? No, I mean he delivers not- her to the con of Clan Wolf. Oh, not it's for still L- Vlad? Not, 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 no. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. He delivers her to Vlad because they had like some relationship at some point. When oh when God, they, that's uh, in
1: Grave Covenant too, isn't it? Yes. Ah, gross.
2: <laughs> not when I say relationship, I don't mean like like they got together. Like they,
0: me and this arch, they we got this relationship. ran into each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh it, it was more like a relationship of re- of respect yeah yeah but but um, but she got delivered to him and basically banished from the inner sphere
1: uh.
2: uh I don't really know what happened after that i haven't I haven't caught up on that so so she went away, and then Victor still didn't want to take charge, so you know who became the new archon of Tharcad hmm, Mister information is ammunition himself, Adam Steiner from the uh, the cartoon, oh really, yep. Oh ah. no! Yep, he became the archon of uh, of Tharkad. Yeah, there you go. Yep, he was in charge of the Steiner for a bit. For how long? You'll have to read about the Jihad to find out what happened after.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's that's a good synopsis. I look forward to reading about it in detail. I'm sure I'll get to all those books in book club, but let's let's talk about the goods when it comes to tabletop, right? Yeah. So this oh, yeah. is why
0: we're actually here, not the lore, because you know, <laughs> screw that. That's just the. It's just the. It's a needle to get this into our bloodstream.
1: It's the ugly intellectual property appendage <laughs> of the tabletop war game.
2: So what does this civil war mean for us as war gamers?
0: Oh man. We get a new little hex, new text. Tech. New I'm not gonna run the last one, but <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So let's start with the first one. We get the LBXs for the rest of the family. We get the LB twos, we get the LB fives, and we get the LB twenties.
1: I so heard you like AC twos, so I gave you two pellets in double.
0: Range. <laughs> we cut the pellet in half. Yeah, we cut to the, save cut weight for the half. gun. <laughs> uh, why? I mean, it's nice that you know we have the option now. So yeah. now the Civil War really kind of takes away all the building restrictions that the Clan Invasion had kind of thrown in.
2: Well, the, the clan equipment is still, of course, always better in, in this era. Yeah. But at least we have semi-equivalent <laughs> tech. Yes. Do we get light engines? Yes, we do. We get light engine. Why do you
0: skip ahead? Why does he do this? I, I, just... don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not physically looking at <laughs> All right. Dustin right. is, <laughs> is reading the
1: notes for the first time. I Hey, I said he... I would be asking the question.
0: <laughs> I, all right, all right. It linked this handy dandy chart for you in the chat.
1: now we get the other lbx cannons all right i'm looking now so we get the the rest of the streak srm family for the inner sphere we haven't gotten there either we're still ultra ultra auto cannons (laughs) okay
0: yeah we have we have ultra versions of all of our favorite auto cannons that's right ultra 2s ultra 10s and ultra ac 20s because if you like two times the pellets now you get two times the shots the, these are, I want to say, critical to like bringing auto cannons up to back up to primary weapons with the introduction of clan lasers. Like, uh, no, yeah, we're not
2: we're not talking about how how they work yet, right? No, we're, we're just like, okay, is
0: is this necessary? Okay. Yes. The,
2: okay. Yes. Yes. Like, 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 we're just talking about they exist. Yes. Let's not talk about. Let's not go into the hows and whys yet. No. We'll save that for a different thing. Because man, do I have some. <sighs> opinions.
0: <laughs> we'll save that for the...
2: <laughs> Let's save that. The tech
1: But
0: uh, We got extended-range small lasers and extended-range medium lasers. So Yay! We, we took that ER large tech and we made it smaller. In shorter range. In shorter range, but longer range. <laughs> uh, we've got the Streak SRM4 and the Streak SRM6. I don't actually use these very much. Like I think these are just rarer, more more difficult to because they're so heavy. But that, that that's enough of that. Unless you yeah, have a quick gonna, opinion.
2: No, no quick opinions. All my opinions that's are going to be a long, long, long and dirty journey. Opinion. Uh,
0: we get the light Gauss rifle. We get the heavy Gauss rifle. Options are good. Options are good. Do you want less weight and greater range and less damage, or do you want big boy? Big, big nickel balls. I just
2: used a, a thunderbolt with a light gauss um, on Tuesday, or played against it. That light gauss is nice. I have never played against one before. There, I like my
1: it. yeah. My favorite variant of the shadow hawk sports the light gauss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I'm a fan. It's nice. All right, Justin. Hate damage.
0: What do you think, though? Of the rotary, this is a brand new weapon. This is this is the first of the brand new tech. Yep. The rotary auto cannon.
1: So my hot take on the racks is that they're kind of boring because everybody shoots them at what five.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, it has options, but nobody uses them. <laughs> you can, yep. You can go up to six, but they don't. Yeah. Everybody does five.
0: It's, it's because, so cool. It's because five. roll is. The it, worse. The, the role is, yeah. yeah. The more bullets, yeah. the,
1: the better the chance of,
0: but, but unlike unjam ultras,
1: it. you can unjam it, but who's got time to read that part of the battle mech manual. Me, me. <laughs> I have read the entire battle mech manual. Every <laughs> single word. I've never jammed my rack. So that's why I don't know the rule.
0: I think the problem is the miniatures; they don't have the barrels like pinned, to, so you can spin them. I think that's why people don't use <laughs> them. Because like, if it made like a clicking noise, like a like a like a top slash fanatics trading card, and your, the spokes of your bike wheel, just like <laughs> I think people would be way more into rotaries. But
2: when did yeah. the Legionnaire come out? Is that was that a? Cause that's just a, a rack on legs and or, a
1: rack five on legs, right? It, it really is a rack five punching bot. Kurt has one of them.
0: The Legion air
1: 3073.
2: Oh, so it's, it's not, it's not now. Ah, yeah. yeah. Forget. I said it doesn't exist yet.
0: Now we do get the Liren version, the Blitzkrieg, but that's an ultra cannon. So <laughs> it's not the same
1: with the eight, the UAC 20 on legs. Yeah.
0: That's the UAC 20 on legs. Yeah. And, Lieran's like big gun. Davian's like lot of little guns.
1: Yeah, we heard you like the what's that fast wheeled Hetzer. <laughs> I heard you like the Hetzer, so we taped two of them together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got light and heavy machine guns, sir. Oh yeah. So do you like range? What is it? Two. And do you like <laughs> range four?
1: Well, um, we got guns for you. Yeah.
2: And the optional rules to tie them together, so you don't have to fire them as a single unit.
1: Yeah, yeah. but don't don't they come out with the array later? This is this is two meta rules stuff.
2: Oh I yeah, know. yeah, we'll go into it later.
0: Don't don't yeah. Uh,
1: Machine yeah,
0: gun right. array thirty sixty eight one yep. year yep. off.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, how
0: oh, dare you, sir? This is thirty sixty seven. <laughs> All right, we've got another piece of brand new technology: the medium range missile. We've had our short missiles. We've had our long missiles. Now you can try our all-new medium-range missile. Guaranteed to miss. 10, 20, 30, and 40.
2: Take take the brain out and make the missile smaller so you can just fire more of them.
1: Exactly. MRM missiles produce lots of feelings for me. They're very bad.
0: You have so many (laughs) opinions on the MRM.
1: No, I love them. They're bad. I love them. (laughs) It's like the AC-2. I just collect the bad guns and put them well, on my mechs.
2: Unlike the AC2, I will actually use an MRM. Oh, I will. Mm.
0: I like them for the sense that uh, you can fire more, and more is always better. But yeah, the, the plus one to hit is is the downside.
1: Wait, wait a second. I don't have 40 on my cluster table. <laughs> what are you talking about, <laughs> yeah. it's- Oh, it's in the back of the, the, know, the Total
2: it. Warfare now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why they put it there. I had to, yeah.
1: And then the MMLs, but oh never mind.
0: He does this on purpose. That weird seven, seven three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where's Josh? Where is Dustin's mute
2: button? Oh,
0: it's down I there need to beep beep permissions beep. to mute him. <laughs> but uh next we have the light and heavy PPC, because every other weapon has a different variation now, and the PPC was feeling a little a little unloved.
1: I think the doesn't the PPC have the most variants? You got your PPC, your ER PPC, your light PPC, your heavy PPC. I guess the snubs aren't out yet.
0: Snubs come out now.
1: They do, yes. and you got your snub nose PPC. Do you also have the capacitor? Uh, that- I don't I believe think so. Okay. Is the snub the one with the short range bracket of nine? Yes. Uh, the snub. The snub is the one.
2: Whose damage increases the closer you are to Oh, towards. okay.
1: It's the heavy PPC that has, which is the one that has a short range of
0: nine? Because no, that's no, the it's, that's the snub. That is the snub. Snub is one through nine. The snub,
1: it's, it's bong. I love this. It, it snub. is
0: only short range. Yeah. I mean, it has medium and long. It just doesn't have a proportional. Yeah. But yes.
1: Yeah, it's like 15, 10, and five or whatever. But
0: yes, the PPC gets a lot of love in this era. I don't know yeah. why. It's, it's like people like PPCs or something.
1: PPCs are cool.
0: They want to um, shoot big lightning and little lightning, <laughs> and extended range lightning.
2: Yeah, which for some odd reason, the longer the range, the less the the minimum range. So yay.
1: Yep.
0: But yes, then they take the PPC and make it actually make PPC shorter with the <laughs> snub nosed PPC, which is like I said, all short
1: range. Yeah.
0: Which is good because then you're not having to worry about which bracket you're in. You just
1: Oh, the snub nose so bonkers. I love it so much. Anyways, so what else we get?
0: For the Intersphere, we've got the light engine, which Uh-oh. you touched on this, Dustin.
1: I did. I love the light engine.
2: Yep. Now the what, 75% of the weight, but it takes up the same slots as a Clan
1: XL engine. I just love that you don't lose your Intersphere chassis to, you know, losing... A side torso anymore. It's,
0: it's great. It's lighter than a standard, heavier than an XL, and it only occupies two critical slots in each side. So it's the yep. perfect marriage of clan tech and intersphere tech.
1: Yep. It's the sphere attempt, I guess, at perfection that is the clan XL. But.
0: You, you don't need all the weight savings and crit savings, but you also don't want to spend all the money
1: No, it's a great compromise um, on the tabletop.
0: Do most of us use light engine mechs? Because I know I I don't.
1: I I used my first one on Tuesday. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I use them. I look for them. I I hate Clan XL engines, and I love um, chassis that are running the light. I think the Chimera runs light. Now I have to look.
0: Yeah, I'd, it's just not in most mech variants that I'm using. Like, it is in new ones. Like, it is in archers and griffins and Shadowhawks and Thunderbolts. It's just not in variants I use.
1: Ah, uh, the Chimera runs in XL. Never mind. Oh, I just It's a little medium that could.
0: He never checks his sources. Never. Um, we also have light ferrofirus armor. So, kind of going with the same concept as the light engine. You don't want all of the benefits because you don't want all of the drawbacks. So it takes up seven critical slots, but with less weight savings. So somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have stealth armor now, boys. Stealth armor is cool.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I've used it a couple of times. Um, The Anubis. I know we've both used the Anubis. Mm -hmm. Big fan of
0: the Anubis. Um, But yeah, that takes up critical slots and has to be operated with an ECM suite, so we finally have a reason besides, you know, shutting down <laughs> streaks to take ECM. Um, uh, produces heat, too. It produces 10 heat.
1: 10, ten heat, yeah. And yeah. gives
0: plus 2 and plus 4. So I, I like running it. It's, it's one of those weird, okay, is it better to run that, or is it better to just get more mod or run behind a tree? It, it, it's not a always right answer. Kind of tech.
2: I think Kurt's dragon needs to have that, and then shut it off at short range. Mm-hmm. That's what he needed mm. for
0: sure. And we get targeting computers for intersphere because they were all good little boys, and Sarna Claus right. brought them <laughs> bigger computers.
2: And, uh, don't those auto cannons uh, get new get
1: new uh, ammo?
0: Yeah, so we have brand new ammunition too. We have
1: uh, precision turns the ac2 into even more of a beast that's right now these ammos are not compatible with like
2: they're compatible with the base autocannon yes
0: so uh, the best way to make your old technology you know viable is to make special ammunition to make it comparable to the new tech
1: it's a it's a good um you know there's absolutely no reason at this point on the tabletop to take an autocannon because they're just objectively superior versions everywhere. Besides but, the only exactly. reason is if,
0: if you're running a campaign and you can't afford true, it. True. But
1: However, the, the new ammos um, make them slightly relevant again, which is nice.
0: Precision is, to me, the ballistic answer to tag and NARC and armor-piercing is just like its own new beast, where if you're willing yeah. to shoot a big enough round... And you can roll crits. You can do good with armor piercing.
1: Doesn't yeah. precision subtract your movement modifiers? Yes. So, like, like it, if you're it's, not generating a TMM, it's not like a pulse laser, it's not a flat minus two. It only takes right. two off of the TMM.
2: So, it really helps against dashers and oh, yeah. other incredibly fast Excel powered mechs. Yep.
1: They learned how to put
0: tracer rounds with the auto
2: <laughs> I know. High tech right there.
0: Guys, come on, this is obvious. <laughs> but yeah, so those, those are the new ones. I'm pretty sure we have Swarm LRMs at this time.
2: Um, swarm LRMs, were they the ones that, that attack other targets that are with within, like if you shoot at a target and it has other enemies near him or other mechs near him and it misses, it'll then spread out to, to hit those? Something like, I've never used them. Because if so, those came out with the um, uh, the helm core. Those have been out for a while, but also I think they may have disappeared because I couldn't find them in my battle mech manual.
0: They were uh, like an old school pre star league tech, and then then the clans had them, didn't use them because you know who needs them, and then they kind of. Yeah, I think
2: semi guided was way better anyway.
0: Yeah, I'll find this. I just I do know they were in Mech Commander 2.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which
0: is Civil War era, so... I love that game.
1: I've used Simageddon. You have to do, like, BV calculation. With I said Swarm, sir. I said Swarm. Swarm? Oh, I've never used Swarm. There
0: you go. We got a lot of alternate ammunitions, as they are called. Yes. This is the era where if you want to super customize what ammo is in your guns, this is the one you get to do it in.
2: And you know me. Doing. I love options. I really do.
0: Um. I hate to admit it, but we get some technology. Some bigger advanced computers, which I think changed the game, and I think is one of the reasons why a lot of people don't like Civil War slash jihad. Or after. it's
2: why a lot of people do like or it. Or
0: it's why a lot of people do it. And that is C three. So
2: And Josh, what is C three? C
0: three is the computer that lets your lance of mechs essentially shoot in one bracket. They pick one mech at the last, and that mech is the measure-all range for many people.
1: I just imagine some scientists sitting around. It's like, all right, guys, what if we used telemetry, but we gave it to other mechs?
0: What if my targeting computer broadcasted to all of my other mechs?
2: Well, see, you're talking about scientists in-game. I'm talking about the people in the design board room of, of them going... Hey guys, what if we let all the intersphere mechs just use the range of the closest mech? <laughs> do you think we can get away with that?
1: Now, Denim, have you played a game with C3? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I have oh. definitely
1: played C three. I am I'm not like I know you have to do even more math. Um I mean I can add a list together, I can add numbers together until I get to, you know, like five thousand or seven five or whatever. But extra math, that's tough. That's hard. Yeah, Um, and and, but what I did it was back in the days of BV one, which was a terribly broken system. (laughs) So in the days of negative um, battle value for like flamethrowers and stuff, it's like it's It's like Thaco for for BattleTech. Uh.
0: We get intersphere warships because you know everyone wanted some naval (laughs) combat. Who wrote who wrote this down? This is a BattleTech podcast, sir.
2: (laughs) But I wrote that down because here. Because they do, they do. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have warships, right? <laughs> they, I mean, they didn't have any. That uh, magically, they found some, but but no. They, in general, they, the intersphere did not have warships. No, but but then they seem to build a lot of them really fast.
0: The problem was is that you can't invade the clans without, <laughs> without warships. warships. You can't just take your dropships and say, hey, is it cool if I, like, (laughs) annihilate your planet and, you know, your entire culture and everything? And they're like, yeah, we'll we'll grant you safe passage down to the ground. And we are like, no, 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 no. Let's back it up. Somebody somewhere was like, guys, we can't do that. We We can't do that. We need air superiority.
2: I really do like, though, that in the lore, they did have warships do misjumps trying to jump into pirate points and Ah. just disappear. (laughs) Poof. Like that's how that that battle went. Worship never never popped in. <laughs> bye bye.
0: Yeah, there's a few battles, but not too much. Maybe more. Hey, we're not going to fully commit because then we could lose.
2: Yeah, you don't want to lose that thing
0: exactly. So no, no giant worship battles yet. We do get them. We like they're coming soon. Yeah. Soon.
2: Um, Inner Sphere gets battle armor, lots of it. I guess they they, they had battle armor since since Tukeyed, but they have new battle armor yeah. like infiltrator and sloth and. Nope, and they already had the, sloth. They already had infiltrator. And Sloth. Oh, I thought you said this started at, at thirty
0: fifty two for you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the Inner gets the rest of its you know common battle armor in this time.
2: But then it also needs something to carry those battle armor in, so it gets Intersphere Omnis. What? Is it's, that.
0: No, maybe? I don't know. Yes. The Intersphere <laughs> yeah. finally develops Omnimex. They stopped looking, or they started looking across the uh, expanse and saw hey, Battle Armor Riding mechs? that kind of works out well against us. What if we did it ourselves? Uh, we get the Owens, we get the Intersphere Blackhawk. We get the fire starter. We get the avatar and we get the one. uh, Come on. There's a check, right? Uh, We get the raptor. Yes. And the Sunder.
1: Uh, the Sunder and avatar are the one only ones I've ever used. I have never put an IS on the, on the table.
0: Yeah. So those are the, I want to say the main ones that people are using. We have the Templar, which gets known. I want to say later. Those are the industry Omnis, and I think the fact that not many of us, you know, could uh, list them is kind of the note for how much we would love them.
2: They're not very good.
0: So yeah, <laughs> we get the Hopman. We get the Hopman, which is an Omni.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. That is a good mech. It's a weird looking mech. That's the one with the cigar, right? Yeah, but, uh, It's
1: got the
0: small laser in its head. I Dustin <laughs> would know this, but we also get the Blackjack Omni. He did. He
1: said that oh, okay. a little bit ago. I said that like six times. <laughs> I feel so betrayed.
0: Maybe I
2: heard you,
1: Dustin.
0: But so like I said, if we get Intersphere Omnis, they are definitely experiments. <laughs> yeah. The Strider, that was the one I was thinking of. Most of them are just, you know, chassis with legs and handholds.
2: Yeah. A literal battle armor delivery system, and that's it.
0: But yeah, so like I said, the Intersphere OmniMex they are definitely made for the purpose of transporting battle armor first and foremost, and essentially doing what the clans did, which was simplifying logistics lines while they invaded the clan home worlds. Those were the the two things on the whiteboard that day when they said, (laughs) hey, we're invading the clans and it's a year long, you know, travel with battles in between. We can only take X parts and X ammo. And they're like, what if, we make all the mechs interchangeable, and our infantry can ride on them now. And someone got promoted, people. Someone got that new hover car.
2: <laughs> ah. But yes,
0: that is that's that's pretty much it for Intersphere. Like like I said, yeah. we get a lot of new technology, and it it's weird going through all of it because it's, when you look backward and forward, you think all of it already was there.
2: No, this is new. You know? Clans get but how about the clans? Clans
0: get some stuff. They get I don't know, like heavy lasers or something. No, no. Yeah. clans already got their Christmas. That was that was like two years ago.
2: No, no, they get they get Christmas from their mom oh,
0: <laughs> from their iron womb.
2: Yeah, they get they get heavy
0: lasers. If, if, they get... if you are getting Christmas presents from your mom and Clan Society, you are the bad child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get a uh, we get new battle armor. Which being that they all love. They start all the clans start kind of specializing because the elemental worked. But why right. don't I make it my own?
2: But the gnome battle armor is probably, arguably, the best of all of those.
0: Why is that the best? Uh, it has
2: all the weapons. It's, it's it's as heavily armed as some light mechs. I mean, but you get you get five of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is the. I don't want to say the second elemental because well, we actually get that too.
2: Yeah. They get heavy lasers, lasers, micro-lasers, ATMs, which
1: I really like. I'm a big fan of
0: ATMs. I always think the uh, ATM comes out later than it does, but...
1: (laughs) Have you ever done (laughs) 50-something damage in a turn, son?
0: (laughs) Would you like to?
1: (laughs) Would you like to? Um,
0: Ooh, the ATM. Yeah, the ATM is one of those things. It does
1: more than spits out cash.
0: Uh, Yeah, It spits out three damage rounds. Which makes all of the tech advances in the inner Spheres seem insignificant again. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can really shrek some mechs. Cluster groups of five, though. There's a shadow Shadowcat variant that has that uses ATMs.
0: Mm-hmm. Really, the ATM like is maybe. a cluster groups of five, not a yeah. like an SR. Nope. Well, I've been doing that wrong all this time. Oh wait, that was Alpha Strike. Never mind. It doesn't
1: count. Yeah, yeah. You. It's weird too because you you add it all together and then you start divvying it up into fives. Ah. It's weird. Uh, machine guns, big machine guns, little machine guns. Gak, 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 gak.
0: What came first, the clan or in the year? one pop quiz.
2: I'm gonna say clan. They're always on cutting edge. If it's pop quiz, you should know the I answer, know. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's pop quiz, not pop grading, sir. Machine gun. Clan Smoke Jaguar.
2: Of course. It's my clan. My boys. But yes. You know what else? You know what else Clan Smoke Jaguar came up with that everyone loves? Do you know Dustin? The Direwolf? Protomex. Proto oh, Mex. Jaguar has oh designed and developed the Protomex.
1: That's true, because they, they don't have no mechs left over.
2: <laughs> ha 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 ha. They took all their they took all their uh, aerospace fighters and they're like they're like, pilot this instead,
0: and they did. And then die like shortly <laughs> afterwards.
2: Well, because they had that that enhanced imaging stuff that just fries your brain <laughs> after three years. It's a suicide mission, but they all loved it.
0: It's a rough, it's a rough <laughs> couple of years for them. It's a rough yeah.
1: era. Go out in glory. They're Viking, you know?
0: But yeah, so yeah. Like, well, that's
1: like, that's pretty much it.
0: Like I <laughs> said, not good as much, but
1: I've also never played with Protomax.
2: I've never played with Protomex. Well, played, I played Mech Warrior, like like campaign RPG campaigns that had Protomex in them, but I've never just tabletop. run them as part of my force on uh, on a, a, you know CBT. Game. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's the issue with Protomex is they're the weird hybrid, but not of any of the benefits of any of the rest of yeah. the tech. Like they do get their own, they get their own like auto sizes and. Stuff, but other than that, it's
1: packs, right? Yeah, yeah. it's
2: definitely fun to to introduce them in a in a story setting. But I don't I don't know if I would just add them to any of my forces. Yeah,
0: yeah. So now that we talked about the tech, does anyone have a favorite mech of the Civil War?
1: Ooh, yeah. I mean, I've been talking about the Chimera the whole time. So if I had more time to look, I could probably come up with something different. But no, I really like my Chimera. It's not a good mech, but I still like it. Um because because of C3,
2: I was all about building lances that work together ah. in this era. Ah. So maybe maybe we'll do a um
1: No podcast you had on one earlier. It. You said you said the no, that was just a game or that was just a mech that had MRMs. Yeah, oh
2: yeah, you know, the Nodachi. I don't know Nodachi. if the Nodachi was a was a Civil War era mech, but oh, I okay. really like that mech. Um but yeah. Like maybe we'll do another another design your mech, but do it uh, instead of just one mech. Do a lance of mechs that work together.
0: Yeah, no Dachi's Thirty fifty eight. I mean. Yep. Okay. You I'll Choose that one. It's, te- it's technically okay. plan evasion, but you know we're called we we here call everything close to
2: it. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna we call the then podcast. How about you, Josh? Any favorites?
0: It's between the Anubis and the Bushwhacker.
2: The kind oh. of
0: like the poster boy of the Civil War, it would be the Bushwhacker.
2: <laughs> the bushwhacker, right, but the Anubis is a better mech.
0: The Anubis is a better mech. <laughs> the Anubis also gets a lot more love as time goes on. Like I don't, yeah. I, I say that as like three variants or something is like a lot of love, but
2: there's, there's some problems with the uh, the Bushwhacker that I think could have easily been fixed, but uh, but it it looks like an Apache with legs, I mean, and I love that. It's a literally walking
0: problem. They had problems getting the legs to work right. That's the whole point. <laughs>
2: have, have you ever put a metal one together? I have
0: not. There's yes, a reason I have why. put two
2: together, and getting those legs on is a problem. Sir, I've put <laughs> three on. legs on
0: one mech. <laughs> <laughs> it was not happy to see me.
1: I've put the Bushwhacker on the table. I like it. I have also set ER large and that LB ten. It's nice.
0: So there's yeah.
1: other Kuchimal.
0: so see everyone, everyone deep down likes the Civil War era. They just don't know it's the Civil War era. That's the problem.
2: I never said I didn't like it. No, but I just haven't played it. If ton. you like drama, you'll love the Civil War era.
0: So uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. We got our lore out. We got our tech out. We got our mechs out. It was a lot of tech. Like it, honestly, it felt like more than we covered in the Clan Evasion Hell Memory Core era. Just because I think a lot of things split off into like a big size and a small size.
1: Yeah, lots of filling out the variations of stuff.
0: Do you have any thoughts on closing out the Civil War before we start delving into all these lovely new things?
2: I mean, I could just touch on it again. If you like large armies of battle mechs, this is your era.
0: Whether they be fighting the clans or fighting.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just fighting mechs, hundreds of them at a time.
0: It doesn't matter. They're fighting someone. That's the whole point. It, it,
2: this is what Alpha Strike was designed for, was this era.
0: <laughs> that, that's probably a good a good selling point. That if you want to fully represent anything in the Civil War era, Alpha Strike is the way to do it. Because you've got tons of vehicles, tons of, you know, aerospace and support vehicles and infantry mags and just
2: role-playing wise oh sorry No, i was just gonna say
0: and tons of it going against on actual battlefields spread across a planet like, like huge distances of battle
2: yeah and and if uh if you like role-playing it's also a great entryway for that because of all the special forces units all the really cool the kage battle armor the the kage the, yeah yeah, you, you can get all kinds of really nice infiltration mission type of scenarios going um, that uh, that matter in the in the game
0: universe. You know what? I forgot my favorite part about Civil War this, this whole time. We're, we're like an hour and a half into this, and I forgot my favorite part. And that is clan salvage. You can use Oh,
2: it. yeah.
0: <laughs> Intersphere players can run as many clan mechs as they want. And they can yep. use those, just hand wave that it was salvage.
2: I do have that in my notes right here. I have lots, asterisk of clan salvage means an influx of new technology. Yep. Agreed.
0: You know, all the house units are starting to fill up with Omnimex. And the clans are currently looking at what's left of their Omnimex and saying, <laughs> I think we need more second line for a couple of years.
2: Wait, you hit hitting yourself. Yeah. It's free real estate.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, that's my favorite reason because yeah. the line, the line is now like fully blurred. There, there is, there is no clan list and an inner sphere list that is.
2: Yeah. If you have a, a favorite house uh, or, or Burke unit and you're like, what, I'd really like some clan mix in here.
1: You're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I really want a Timberwolf A. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four.
0: But yeah, you got any thoughts, stuff?
1: I uh, like. I don't dislike the mechs in the era. Just more games, more lore. You should read a couple of the books, Dustin. I think you'd. I uh, um, think that's you'd really like it. Every
2: month,
0: <laughs> we tried real hard not to like spoil any of the lore because it is a very deep lore era. Like, ah, that's
2: yeah. okay. we danced around some. We got really close to a few spoilers, but um, I think I think we did okay. I hope
0: we did get a special fan mail from a special person in the Minishers. Community.
1: They had to ask if they had offended us. Dustin. <laughs> oh, oh oh my God. I think, yeah. I think he specifically asked if he offended Dustin.
0: Yeah, he did
1: ask. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not offended or nor was I um, inconvenienced. Uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but yes, I quit painting um, beta galaxy mostly because it was like one of my first paint schemes. And I kind of moved on from that, um, but I picked it cause it was easy, but yeah. Um, Duncan, two thin coats roads. Yep. Um, asked if I had, you know, didn't want to turn or didn't want to paint beta galaxy anymore because I did complain a tiny bit about the YouTube video he put out and then beta galaxy turned to, you know, we were joking that beta galaxy is the ultramarines of Battletech, but, but anyway, so I was a little starstruck, but it's cool. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out.
0: Yeah. Or the, the message trash his video yeah. and run him through the mud. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? I mean, I haven't listened back to, but I don't think I
0: was. No, you you weren't. It's just funny that, you know, like I'm not painting beta galaxy anymore. Look at it. It's popular now.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, do I go back and try to, cause I have come a long way since I painted my beta galaxy guys. And uh, I was like, I'm going to redo my beta galaxy. But then I did alpha galaxy and I'm like, you know what? We'll just, we'll just sell those. And I can't believe that people are going to buy my trash on ebay but by the time this episode comes out they'll be gone so don't worry about
0: it i will push this out right now un-edited, <laughs> just to make you suffer sir
2: <laughs> and to be honest uh dustin i mean i have seen your your uh beta galaxy and it is you know for a first try it's
1: fantastically good Oh, uh, thank you duncan still did it better of course
0: but yes, thank you for writing into us, Duncan. Uh, I will try <laughs> to keep Dustin contained in his offense to any of your videos.
1: But keep listening.
0: Dustin, send us home.
1: You can find us on the Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out our Facebook, check out our Discord. Thanks to the Patreons.